Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's get ready to rumble! What is the nature of your thoughts, gentlemen, when you say you move your lips in a particular way? Do you not see how haphazard this audit is? The devil is in the detail. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a cover-up. There will be plenty of time for questions. There you go, and then we get the answers. Talking to my next guest, Mr. Tom Gorski, managing editor over at Black Lock Supporter. Hello there, Mr. Tom. Hi, Alex. Busy days, right? You have so much stuff that you uh, send over. It's just crazy. I can't keep up with it all. It is crazy, isn't it? It is. It is when you have too much to talk about, because generally your news is not good news, but it is certainly informative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but but let me talk about this because I think this is interesting. And this happened, I guess, yesterday at one of our many uh, committee meetings. But uh, apparently, any federal attempt to unmask Chinese foreign agents has to be done with cultural sensitivities. This, of course, coming from Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino. Um, right now, and I don't know why this is not a thing, but they're trying to pass a Foreign Agents Registration Act, which uh, our neighbors have had in, I guess, since 1938. And this is to deal with national security threats. But in ours, we must be inclusive, diverse, and culturally sensitive here. Really patronizing remarks last night by uh, Minister Mendicino. Uh, by the way, his, he could look at his business cards. He's the Minister of Public Safety, not the Minister of Good Feelings, not the Minister of Social Cohesion. And it tells me that Mendicino learned nothing from the pandemic. He testifies in committee, says exactly what you just mentioned, Alex. We don't want to play rough in going after what we acknowledge are Chinese agents operating in Canada to make life difficult. Because this was the unwritten part. When he says cultural sensitivity, it means we don't want to lose Chinese votes in Marco. Let's be frank. What does this remind you of? Three years ago, when the pandemic was just about to go global, do you know the first, the first accounting we have of this, of all people, is the Chinese Association in Langley, B.C. I'm not, th- this is a true story. They were having their New Year's banquet. Huge festival. Come on, come all. Big fundraiser for the local hospital the day before they canceled it. And you know why? They saw a little notice in the People's Daily that said, oh, there's some sort of mysterious coughing in Wuhan, nothing to worry about. And they, no one knows, communist tricks like members of the Chinese-Canadian community. They canceled the banquet. They told their local MP who became the first public office holder to learn there was going to be a global pandemic. M.P. Takeo Van Pop to Langley Aldergrove. He knew it weeks before the public health urge, uh, uh, public health uh, emergency was declared. What am I saying? If you want to know what the Chinese agents are up to in Canada, don't ask Mendicino, right? Ask the Mahjong Club for the ladies in Langley. 
or just go to one of their police stations or maybe try to figure out which one interfered with our elections or maybe try to get the balloon. I mean, this this all, of course, coming out with this balloon, um, which was over our airspace, which we also didn't hear about. But it, again, it just shows they're not serious about na- these national security threats, if that's their line of uh, uh, if that's their line of attack, unless, of course, this is yet another wedge issue. No, exactly, because everything is political. And for some reason, uh, this is how condescending it is. They've convinced themselves that you will lose votes in certain ethnic communities if you go after Chinese agents, foreign agents. Even though they're asking us to help because they don't want to be attacked by the enemy. Yeah, well, like they left that country. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese-Canadian newspaper editors have to testify in committee and say, you won't believe what's going on in chat rooms in this country. Put a stop to it. And they won't do it. Craziness. Um, nonetheless, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that one because the opposition certainly is not going to let that balloon issue uh, go. Um, this one is fascinating. I don't know how this happened, and I don't know if it was on purpose, but you report 26 minutes of video recording that involved a witness uh, involved in a sex crime uh, detailed this. This is someone who is part of the whole, like, looking into women in sport and, and issues of sex and abuse. And this Olympian, one Corn Miller of Ottawa, I guess, testified about her experience with Sports Canada, and it's gone? Like, is this a mistake, or was it purposely censored? No, it's quite deliberate. I've never seen it before. Uh, and, and the committee went back. This was at a public meeting before Christmas, and they just voted to uh, literally destroy the transcript, destroy the minutes, alter the videotape. If you, if you find online videotape, of the Commons Committee on the Status of Women meeting of December 12th. Look for the 26-minute black hole. What happened was uh, the witness, uh, Ms. Hornmiller, a former member of the uh, women's water polo team, we think inadvertently outed a minor, a schoolgirl who was the victim of a sex crime. This is a serious felony. Identifying the victim as a serious felony and the committee did, in, in a clumsy way, what they had no choice but to do, which is to get that off the public record. Anyone with an Internet connection who had heard that testimony could have figured out exactly what happened here. What's the takeaway, Alex? What has gone on in athletic associations and Sports Canada is a scandal. No one is guiding it. MPs in parliamentary hearings are doing their best. They are not detectives. They are not constables. There is no one person, least of all cabinet, who's getting on top of this. Take it from someone who saw what happened to my co-religionists in the Catholic Church. If you see a crime, do not call your liability lawyer. Do not call your accountant. You call the police and say, get a patrol car down here. Then you call the accountant and the lawyer. Sport Canada has so much to answer for. Uh, This is a mess. Not a mess. It's it's it, like that. That should not happen. That that's beyond um, an ethical breach. There, uh, at least if you don't want to show someone who might have been involved in some kind of sex crime or or a violent crime, y- you don't have to put the visual. Out. You get the transcript. So there's something that uh, is not on par with that one because that makes no sense. So I'm glad you guys are uh, talking about it. This one didn't get a lot of attention, and I think it's really really important um, because of course when we heard about this investment into this um, new 
vaccine production plant in Montreal. Of course, it was right in the Quebec City riding of Francois-Philippe Champagne, you know, with all the excitement about this COVID vaccine. And then we learn on Friday that 173 million bucks, which was given to the Japanese investor, is just gone. It's just gone because the investors, I guess, said, well, Medicago is not a good investment. No one's really taking vaccines anymore. And the minister on it is saying, well, whatever. Just let it go. We got other stuff to do. Yeah, you're you're not going to get a dime out of Medicago. It's interesting, though. There was that's exactly right. The minister of industry was asked, "Well, what happened to the money? Are we getting 173 million? That's not the main focus," replied Industry Minister Francois Philippe Champagne. He was asked two or three times. The priority is really the jobs. He said, "You said of 338 federal ridings in this country, they happen to pick the one that belonged to the Minister of Health, and they happen to give the company Odd. 173 million." And then they happened to give them advanced purchasing agreements to buy 76 million doses of a vaccine that hadn't been certified yet at about $30 a pop. How do you screw that up? Well, Medicago found a way, and now we're out a lot of money. And that's money, by the way, they don't have to spend on health care. Easy come, easy go, Alex. Yeah, this one's really gross um, because, like, what, what can they, we know we need pharma in this country or be able to produce if we learn nothing from the pandemic. But so nothing gets put into this. Have, have they broken ground here on this thing? Yeah, no. The, the factory—they <laughs> never—they never took delivery of a single box of vaccines. It's all politics all the time. You can never forget that. You see the common thread. Everything we've discussed, <laughs> just, just right now, right, right back to Chinese spies. It's all politics. <laughs> all the time. It's not public safety. It's not efficiency. It's not about getting it done. It's about talking about getting it done. Yeah. And if it uh, costs us in the process, who cares? Because to your point, um, the lobbying act, which has been a very big problem, um, they're just going to let the corporations secretly negotiate all these sole source federal contacts and and they don't care. It's fine. That's just how they do it. And um, because, of course, liberal MP Frank Bayless, once upon a time, a liberal, um, he got a $237 million contract for pandemic ventilators that have been sitting in a warehouse, probably with a dodo bird collecting dust. Um, but, you know, when you do sole source deals like that, and if they don't um, turn up anything and cost us lots of money, that's okay, because that's how it's done in Ottawa, right? That is how, that, that's exactly how business We've always said it's a secret handshake. They can have all the... Th- <laughs> as one MP pointed out, uh, Damien Kirk from uh, Crowfoot, Alberta, rules will do you no good when you have people who are determined to circumvent the rules. Exactly. And that's what's happened over and over. We have so many rules, ask any small business, but when they want to circumvent the rules, they can blow a quarter million dollar hole through any loophole in any act. They do it all the time. It's not a great era for accountability, Alex. Well, the accountability doesn't exist. It's like Shakespeare. It's just get rid of it. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, fascinating. Thank you. I appreciate it. You always have so much that I don't even get to, but we'll uh, chat again on Thursday. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. That is Tom Korski with Black Locks Reporter. They get the goods. So a lot of these stories fall under the radar, but they really are the fine print that you want to kind of parse through. You always find the devil.